welcome to the Side Hustle Success Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Haunts, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kevin Taylor. This is a show for anyone who has a product or business idea and wants to go full-time on them eventually, or maybe you already have. This is a show about product design, entrepreneurs, freelancers, contractors, free agents, digital nomads, and anything in between. And this episode, we're going to talk about working from home, lockdown style. <laughs> so, how's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Obviously, we're, we're stuck at home at the moment, like everybody else at the moment who's locked down. The advantage of people like us, at least we can work from home, so uh, taking advantage of that. But yeah, it's, it's challenging. I don't know how you're, you're finding it. Are you, are you struggling at home with the kids? or uh, The first week was rough. The first week was quite hard because uh, we, we were trying to fit in lots of homeschooling and both me and my wife were trying to do our jobs as well at the same time. And the, the first week was a bit rough. It was lots of arguing from the kids as well but we've kind of eased it back a bit so we're still doing work with them but not as much as it was before and it's, yeah. it's okay i think you just try and do what you can i don't think schools are going to expect too much from people same school and you know so um, no i don't think so i mean we're trying to do, do some stuff with them sort of bit, bit of maths a bit of english each day and some reading just so they don't completely fall behind but yeah yeah it's how old are your children are they a bit so older than what's the age yeah so my daughter she's 10 uh, yeah. She'll be 11 at the end of May, and my son's seven. He turns eight in July. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, we, we've got a six-year-old, but I think he knows more than I do at the moment. <laughs> I train him to, he's homeschooling us from the other way around, I think, at the moment. But. Well, I'll, I'll say one thing. Year, year six maths for a 10-year-old is uh, a lot harder than I remembered it being. So how, how are you getting on with uh, actually trying to run your business from home then? Uh, I'm we've always been a fully remote team, so it's for us it's not a huge upheaval really. I can imagine for some businesses be a you know a major headache, but for us it's it's sort of business as usual, you know. Um, so we're just working on some span tables which we should have launched ages ago, which we're still working on, and, and some updates to the steel beam keg player website which we're working on. Um, the other thing I'm doing is sort of trying to man the chat widgets because if you can really engage with customers, you can sort of increase you know, your, your new new sign-ups, you know, basically. So I've been working on that. Um, we have noticed that generally the sales are kind of holding up a little bit down, but not not crazy really for saying. Um, That's good. We've got a lot of, lot of chip customers unsubscribing, but then obviously I think people are at home, so we've got a lot of DIYers that are signing up for our product as well. So but we tend to use the, losing the professionals, but gaining the DIYers. But a bit of, a bit of mixed bag really, you know. I'm glad that I've got... Um, an online business that can keep going and I've got multiple revenue streams. So it's it's fairly robust, really. I mean, how about you? Are you um, things holding up at your end? Or? Yeah, I mean, I'm working on a new course. I actually signed the contracts for it a week, uh, the week before the lockdown started. So okay. the, the, week, the week we last met, actually, uh, in yeah. person. So because as everyone can probably guess, we're, we're not sitting in the same room at the moment. Oh, we yeah. are using Zoom like the rest of the planet. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's holding up well, isn't it, Zoom, I think. As far as I know, it's, uh, it's not collapsing just yet. Not just yet. So, But, I mean, yeah, I mean, so I'm working on that new course. I'm trying to get that done over the next uh, four or five weeks. Um, revenue from Pluralsight is holding up well. Um, quite a lot of people still watching, and the numbers have been quite steady. Um, something that Pluralsight is actually doing, which I was going to do talk about a little bit later, is that for the month of April, Obviously, when this episode goes out, they're offering the entire um, Plural Site library for free. Oh, cool, yeah, okay. So, to, to any new sign up. So, if anyone signs up as a new customer, you get the entire month completely free with no restrictions. You don't, you don't have to put a credit card in. So, okay, well, if, right. if anyone wants to do a bit of uh, training and learning whilst they're yeah. off or furloughed, maybe, then 
I think that there might be a bit of sort of a cap, almost a captive audience there, isn't there, for people that are wanting to, and there's a lot of people at home with not much to do. So I think they could be an advantage. I think people like selling apps and things like that, or people, you know, things like that. I think they're going to do quite well, I, I guess. I don't know. It's hard to say, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, I mean, now's a good time to brush up on some skills or learn something new, make, make use of that time while you're off. Yeah, yeah, I would, yeah. Okay, then. So should we go on to the questions audience questions we have any this month or yeah we do so first one is from sarah um which kind of fits in with the topic that we're going to talk about today so how are you both coping being productive but also having everyone in the house at the same time especially with children off off of school yeah we kind of touched on this a bit yeah it's tricky isn't it i mean i was uh up until last week i was working upstairs um with the kids in a three-story house i was working on the middle floor which is our living area and sort of kitchen diner are I was working on the on the dining room table, but it didn't really work very well because I've got like a little like seventeen month old, and he was constantly joining me, and it was just stressful. So we've got like a playroom on the ground floor, so I've set that up as an office now, which is a bit less okay. stressful. At least I have a separate level away from the kids, and I can shut the door and stuff, you know. Um, but I, how are you finding? Are you finding it challenging with the kids being around? And the it's not too bad. Like I say, that, that first week was difficult. It's kind of a bit easier now. I mean, it still gets a bit challenging because my son and daughter can be not the most enthusiastic about doing their schoolwork as most children are. Um, yeah. But I mean, I'm set up in the dining room and I've even, even when I quit my job and started working for myself, I was kind of working in the dining room anyway from home. So it's not really that much difference. Yeah. Um, in that regard. Yeah. Um, it's not too bad. I think you do get cabin fever. So I've been, I mean, I'm sort of getting on walks. I've been going out on bike rides and things like that as well. Obviously not with other people, but you know. Yeah, we have. I mean, normally, I mean, my wife's off for a few days. So we, we've just been out for a walk before recording this episode and we took the kids out. But generally on a work week, you know, we'll, we'll do the school work and our work during the day. Then my wife will go for a walk at five for her I hour and, and then I'll go out afterwards and do my one. Oh, just says, yeah. if someone at home with the kids could get... Sorry? Things like that do help, don't they, you know, to, to have a bit of time out, you know, from the house. Oh, yeah. Especially all the time. Plus spending a bit of time in the garden as well, which is always good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so we've got a question, I think, here from George. Yeah, so I've found that the sudden push to virtual meeting software has actually made me more sociable. Have you found this too? <laughs> That's just a novelty, isn't it? We'll probably wear off eventually. But um, yeah, I've been using Zoom a little bit. Um, do you really like it? It's really intuitive, isn't it? It's not not difficult to use. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We use obviously use Slack, email, telephone, you know, usual stuff. But I don't know. Have you found it's made you more sociable? A little bit. I mean, some of the um, some of the groups that I'm on on Slack, so there's one called Tech Nottingham and there's another one called Ursatile, which is just a, a group that's set up by a sort of a fellow software developer. And there's been lots of like coffee mornings suddenly sprouting up on Slack <laughs> where people just post a Zoom link and then you might dial in for 10 minutes and just have a chat with some people. Oh, I've been doing, nice. that quite, been doing that quite a lot, which has been quite good. Yeah, and, um, nice. Yesterday, it was my sister-in-law's 40th birthday. So my wife and her sisters and mum were supposed to be in Rome this weekend for like a long Easter weekend to celebrate her birthday. So instead they all met up on Slack last night and we did, <laughs> like, a, we did like a family pub quiz, which was quite good fun. Uh, virtually, that's, that's nice. Yeah, I think sometimes we reach out to old friends and stuff like that, you know, that you haven't heard from for a while, you know, um, because I'm at home. So I suppose you do a little bit, don't you? But I'm glad when it's all over, though. You know, I just, I just want a good, like, go to a coffee shop and have a really good coffee, you know, or something like that. Yeah. I'm, I have no idea. I have no idea when it's going to be over. 
yeah, it's going to be, I think it's going to be quite a few months or weeks or whenever, I don't know. My, my, my prediction, not that it's based on any reasonable judgment, is end of May, early June. That's what I reckon. You think? Uh, I, I, think I think I think they'll relax it a bit then, but there's still some social distancing. Yeah, so I thought we'd, you know, because we're both seasoned home workers, I thought it'd be good just to talk about our remote home setups, you know, kind of how we, how we set up, what we do, how we concentrate and focus during the day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously I've sort of moved moved offices and created my own little workspace, which helps a lot. Um, and also it's funny, quite useful at the end of the day, you know, when you walk out, if you've got a designated space and then you walk out of that space at the end of the day, it kind of feels like you finished work. I don't know if you if you feel like that or... Sort of. I mean, I'm, I'm in the dining room at the moment, so obviously we can't use the dining room for its original purpose. But to be honest, we very rarely used it for that purpose anyway. It used to be where we, we threw all the dry clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is at least it's actually getting used for something now. Yeah, it's nice now. I've got a separate room. I think it, ideally you want, and it's not always possible, is it? Because most people don't always get that option, do they, to have a separate? No. But if you can set aside some kind of space for your own, your own workspace, that is nice, isn't it? Like Absolutely. That's... And then it's trying to enforce a routine, so trying to treat it like a regular work day as best you can, which obviously is very difficult when a lot of people are homeschooling, but. I sort of find having that, having some kind of set routine really helps. I mean, we're being fairly rigid about our routine at the moment. Yeah. So we're doing, so we, we, you know, we wake up at six, have some coffees, get the kids their breakfast at seven. Then both me and my wife work from about half seven. And then my wife will start some homeschooling stuff at nine, but I carry on working till lunchtime. Uh, Then I do all the lunches. Then one o'clock, it's my turn to do schoolwork. That normally goes on till about two. And then after that, the kids can go back on their phones or go out in the garden. And then we, we carry on working for a few hours. So it's, it's kind of, it's working out okay. Yeah. So how are you doing at keeping your actual workspace nice and clean and uncluttered and stuff like that? It's like, this is normally like the kids office. And then obviously when I stop working from home, I just stop yeah. using it. So I've set a desk and a chair up down here, but it's okay. I mean, at least I've got my own desk and that's clean. I've cleaned all the stuff off it and I've got a bit of space. Yeah. And I've got, so, I've got so much clutter in this room. I've put a green screen behind me to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 people can't see this, can they? <laughs> it's, sort of no. it's quite cool. You lift up your screen because it's got, it looks like in your normal office, doesn't it? And then you lift. The- yeah. So before, so, but before I sort of you know closed all the office down to come come back for the lockdown, I, t- I took a photo from like my seating position. <laughs> yeah, so what you, so what you can see now is the actual view behind my desk no, in my actual office. But that makes it you know makes you feel like I'm actually there, which is good. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, but no, it's a bit a little bit cluttered. I mean, I'm still getting work done. It's still nice. I feel I've been actually less stressed in my own space without the kids in here. So that's that's been a game changer. I think I think you need to have your own space, don't you? And your own peace and quiet, don't you? I think it can be stressful otherwise. Um, yeah, I still get disturbed quite a lot, even when I've got the door closed. You know, normally you try and say door closed, that means you know you're working, but the kids just barge in anyway. They they don't, they don't listen to any rules. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's got its own challenges uh, with having the family all here at the same time. Um, I should be glad when it's all over. But have you found it? Are you and your your wife are you coping okay? at home or working together or... yeah i mean we we both work in different rooms which i think is important i wouldn't recommend trying to work in the same rooms as well because I, I, I think that i think that could get tired quite quickly 
think it's quite noisy. Equal bed, quite noisy, or I don't know if you. Well, my wife is a my wife's a very noisy typer. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be annoying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she's doing some work upstairs now, and you, every now and again, you can hear this like machine gun noise. Oh, is it typing? Wow, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, she she spends quite a lot of time on um, conference calls for her job, so she's constantly on calls. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't be able to work with that going on. No, no, for sure. No, I mean the, the setup. The setup we've got is kind of working okay. So Amanda's upstairs in the spare room. I'm in the dining room. The kids are probably spending far too much time on their phones and TVs, but you know oh. what can you do? What what can you do? Yeah, I know. So my little boy is about six year old, and I think he's just spent most of his time on their iPad. To be honest, I yeah, think. yeah. But I mean, what can you do? Hooray for YouTube! <laughs> Although that uh, that Disney Plus launched um, the other week, which is quite good. Have you got that? Have you then? Or yeah, they had an introductory offer where it was like fifty pounds for the whole year. Yeah, but we did look at it, but. It, we've got like a Panasonic smart TV thing, but it doesn't work for out. You'd have to get the the dongle or whatever. Oh, right. the, you know, the, something to plug in. Yeah. What, what tell have you got then? You've got a... Uh, we've got like a, a Panasonic TV, um, but we, we don't use the apps on it. We I've used like an Apple TV box. Oh, is it? Is it via that then? Is it that you get the... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. we just got a Panasonic TV, but yeah, we haven't got anything... I don't, I, don't used, I don't think I've used any of the apps on the actual TV. The TV's not even connected up to the internet. No, we just do it all, just do it all through an Apple TV box. So what tricks are you doing to help keep yourself productive during the day? Um, it just seems normal, really. Just being at home. Having main space has definitely helped. Um, not really. I mean, just just trying to keep things ticking over, really. Not not really different to what normal. Are you doing things any differently to what you would normally, or...? Um, I'm actually splitting my tasks up into a lot smaller chunks than I ordinarily would, just because um, it's getting a bit bitty on sort of when I can work on different things. Oh, you think you're having to sort of, yeah, yeah, just yeah. yeah so the the very first week when we started working, or well, working lockdown style. I mean, there was one day. I think it's probably like the first Monday where I think I probably wrote about one paragraph for a script. <laughs> yeah. In the entire day. Yeah. Just because there's so much noise going on and stuff like that, it was just an absolute nightmare. But I'm breaking stuff down, giving myself little goals each day that I want to try and achieve. Yeah, I think it's important important these times to not be too hard on yourself. I think, you know, perhaps give yourself a little bit of a break, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm finding noise, noise cancelling headphones are an absolute must. Yeah, I think I think sometimes you can... It sounds like also everybody's just reading all the news, aren't they, and getting sucked into all of that. So it's kind of, it's kind of hard to get things done because you're constantly seeing what's happening. That's a that's a very good point, actually. I um I was I, when all the lockdown started, I pretty much had the news on constantly. So I'd have like you know I'd be working at my computer and I've got the iPad on with iPlayer watching the BBC news. Okay. Yeah. And in the end, I've just I've just had to turn all that off. So I just, I check the news twice now. So when we wake up and we're having coffee in bed, we put the news on. And then I've been tuning in for like the prime minister's briefing at five, which is kind of, that's kind of, that's kind of the main, that's, that's the main news that you need. And I've just been ignoring all the rest. Yeah. I'm trying not to get too distracted by it, but that that's a bit of massive distraction at the moment. You know, it's just mm. constantly reading what's happening in the world. Um, but no, just, yeah. just, just same as normal. I do have, what I do is I have um, uh, like a Google calendar and just put in all the tasks that day and just put them on there. Yeah, it has been tricky to get anything done though. I think it just shows you know that you do how much you need need your own space don't you, to get anything. I mean, we had a bad incident the other week when my wife she had a project going live with her company, so she had 
big like, telephone conference going on with people from her company and then people from the actual client that they were working with. Yeah. And then, um, so they're, you know, they're doing their thing. And then I don't know what my son did, but he did something to annoy my sister. Uh, oh, sorry, my, my daughter. And like a massive argument just blared out. Like lots of swearing, well, not swearing, but shouting at each other. I'm like, oh my God, your mum's on a really important call. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's, 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 it's challenging. It's, I find it stressful. I think it has been. I think sometimes you get a little bit snappy because you know you're trying to do things and the kids interrupt, and it, it is it's, it's just a challenge, isn't it? I think. Yeah, the challenge I've got in the minute is because I'm getting to the point now where I need to start recording some of the modules for this course. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I think the only way I'm going to do it, and I'm sort of talking to my wife about it, is um, when the kids are in bed, my wife will just have to go upstairs and watch TV just so I can record in the evening. I think that's the only way I'd actually be able to do it. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a challenge, isn't it, I think, to fit bit work around, around children, especially with them all being off with schools closed, you know. Um, but yeah, it's tricky, yeah. My daughter's quite upset because um, she's in year six, so in September she goes into the high school. So she's going to miss all of the, like, the end of end of term okay, yeah. Yeah, celebration that's... stuff, like all the signing of shirts and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's a bit of a pain because maybe some kids that she doesn't see, then I don't know if they go to different... They'll go into the same school, are they? Or um, not all of our friends are. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. That might quite, quite, quite a few of them are. Yeah, but... It, I, can't, I can't see the schools going back before the summer holidays. And they might do. They reckon, they reckon they might be. I don't know. Are you reckon? Yeah, I think they, they may do, yeah. There was talk in it saying it's not been that effective actually keeping the kids off school. And it obviously causes massive disruption, doesn't it? Okay, yeah. Who knows what to wait and see. Um, but yeah, just looking at your notes, you said, you said uh, don't try to multitask. Is that something that you've found challenging? You better just to do one, do you, you know, a lot one yes, time? Yes, yeah, I've, I found that. So if, if you try and work on several things at a time, especially when you've been constantly disturbed, you end up just achieving nothing. <laughs> yeah, perhaps it's best just be focused, isn't it? Um, on getting one thing done. Yeah, yeah I mean, so the so the book I was doing, I've kind of parked it temporarily because because I, I can't really work on that and write the script for a course at the same right. time, just yeah. just from home. So I've I've paused that temporarily. Um, but then again, I don't think now is really the the right time to be releasing a book about how to form a business anyway. So <laughs> yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think I, I'm so glad that I do that I'm self-employed and that you know do you have the online businesses at the moment I think if I had a job I heard a lot of people have been furloughed I don't know if you've come across this thing where people they basically get sort of um made not made redundant but if you heard of this where they and then the government just pay like 80 percent of your salary whatever it is yeah I know, I know quite a few people that fall into that so is, is it what do you call it? is it furloughed how do you pronounce is it I don't know yeah furlough furloughed yeah yeah, I mean, a lot of those software developers I know they've all, they've all been not made redundant, but told that they're you know not being paid as normal. They're they're going to go on this sort of government rescue scheme, which is yeah. up to eighty percent of your salary to what a maximum of two and a half thousand pounds a year in the UK. Is it per month? Is it sorry, two and a half per month? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah no. So I mean, I'm glad that I do have the business and I don't have to deal with that. I guess, but. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to get anything done, isn't it? I think just just don't be, be kind on yourself and just do one thing at a time. Just perhaps it's a time to be, you know, that eighty twenty rule and just go do the twenty percent that makes the most effect. You know. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, so I mean, I've, I've parked the book. So the, literally the only thing I'm working on at the moment is producing this new course. And that will keep me going for probably the next four to six weeks. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah so Until that's done, and then I'll look to sign up another one or or work on something else for a bit. I mean, I'm, I'm in a fortunate situation as well where, you know, plural site viewing figures seem to be pretty good at the moment. Yeah, so good then. Hopefully, hopefully that will continue, continue yeah. rather. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's the other thing is some work is better than nothing. I think that's quite important, isn't it, to try and keep progressing, isn't it, and making, making progress. So some work is better than nothing, absolutely. I mean, um, it's very easy to be hard on yourself if you're not quite as productive I mean, I guess it's it's easier for us because we can we can probably, you know, turn up the dial on how much work we do and how much we don't do. As we see fit, I mean, it's probably a lot harder if, if someone's actually working in a full time employment position. Oh yeah, I think a lot, but I think a lot of companies are just having to be more flexible around the fact that people aren't going to be as productive. Yeah, it's, it's something I feel like everybody. Obviously, we've been obviously preaching the remote sort of way of working for, for years now. And it's odd that everybody else has joined, joined our crew, I think, now, haven't they? Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, someone said the other week, um, when the lockdown started, saying, oh, it'll be really difficult to ever want to go back to the office. And, you know, and more companies just everyone start letting people work from home. But I think a lot of people actually find that working from home isn't as glamorous as as what it can sometimes be made out to see. Yeah, I think it depends, doesn't it? Um, I mean, obviously you don't have the commute, but then there's other challenges. I mean, if there wasn't, if the children were at school, I think that would be a little bit easier. But even then, they're not at school all the time, are they? So it's still no. the same challenges. I think it is it's tricky to work from. I think it's the balance, isn't it? I think if you can, I mean, I, I, I kind of like sort of co-working spaces. I've got a nice one in Derby that I still pay mm. for. I don't know to, but... Um, but uh, I think that it's getting the right balance, isn't it? Somewhere nice that you can work. It's not distracting. Yeah. But I guess they're all shut now, the co-working spaces, aren't they? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about the one in It's probably still technically open, but obviously I'm not going to because I don't have to, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, the place where I rent my office at Quanford Mill, so the whole mill is now closed to the public. Oh, is it? So, uh, the, so, so all the gates are closed because it's a, it's a tourist site as well as offices. Yeah. And we've been told that we are actually allowed to access the offices if we need to. So we're not being told we can't go. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have keys for the side gate so we can still go. But I mean, I've not gone. Um, I might need to pop in at some point because some of the um, in-person workshops that I was going to do, uh, majority of them are cancelled, but some of them they want to run them as virtual training sessions. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so that might be in about three weeks' time. But, I mean, realistically, I can't teach a professional half-day workshop from home. Ah, I can, yeah. Because yeah, uh, I'll just be constantly interrupted by the kids. So I might go into the office just to deliver that half-day session. Yeah, yeah, so... But apart from that, no, I mean, I've not been to the office for, what, three weeks now? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been at home now, I think, over three weeks now. Yeah, it seems like forever. So one thing that's quite common as well when you're working from home is to be sort of a, well, practice some more mind, mindfulness techniques or use some of those like mindfulness apps that okay. just help you um, kind of meditate, I guess, is what they do. But they just kind of like help you zone out and focus. Do you use a particular app or? Um, I don't personally. Um, 
I know some people do. I can't remember what the popular one's called. There's one so called Headspace that have tried. In the Headspace, that's the one. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been a big fan to be honest. I, I used to do it, but then it was just it was just another another thing I had to do. <laughs> it kind of got a bit much, like another chore, you know. And it kind of you know, but I just adding to the stress of life. Just another thing I have to do, you know. So I. I mean, the I, biggest mindfulness thing I've been doing is going out for for my daily allowed exercise walk. <laughs> yeah, I know it's, it's been it's been quite tricky actually since the lockdown. Now we have to go out and exercise every day. I've t- I've been really tired because normally, I mean, I, I I do quite a lot of walking anyway. But normally, I'd probably do two reasonably sized walks during the week, and then probably one at the weekend. Okay. But now I've been I've been out every single day, so I'm winning loads of awards on my Apple Watch for like exercise right. streaks. <laughs> yeah, you're going for it. Yeah, I've, but I've, I've been going out I've, about. Yeah, so Amanda, I've Amanda does. So what was that? I've been keeping up my exercise regime as well because I do I do a bit of mountain bike, so I've still been up going out. Um, obviously, I can't okay, drive cool. anywhere to take the bike anywhere, but just sort of local rides and stuff, you know. Well, we're quite fortunate because we both kind of live more out in the country, so. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, but yeah, I went I mean, this morning, which is quite nice. But yeah, I mean, we've we've just been for walking the absolute middle of nowhere, but it's within like ten minutes walk from the house. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is pretty good. But I've been, yeah, so my wife goes out and does hers about five o'clock and then she gets back at six and I go out and do my one. So by the time I get back about seven, I'm absolutely knackered. <laughs> I've been doing yeah. that every single day, trying to get at least like, you know, 12 to 15,000 steps. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. But it's been good. I think you think you need that. I think you need that kind of just getting out by yourself just to, just to clear your head. It might actually give you that kind of personal sort of headspace you need that you don't get at home if everybody's there. You know, it might it might be the balance, isn't it, that you need? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's kind of that little shred of normality, isn't it? You get to go out for a little walk and put a podcast on. Okay, yeah, yeah, that sounds, and just sounds just nice. listen to stuff. I mean, uh, I, I was a little worried the other week, the other weekend, because we had that nice little bit of sunshine, didn't we? And I saw on the news that loads of uh, people were, were still flocking to beaches. And big um, parks, yeah. And the, and the government turned around and said, you know, if you keep on doing that, we're just going to ban you going out for outside exercise. Oh, I think no. I think that that would be the hardest thing if they did that. Yeah, I'm, I'm dreading that if that if they do go to that stage where you literally can't leave the house at all, that's going to be quite brutal, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I mean, now I mean, at the time we're recording this, it's the day before Good Friday, so we're coming into the Easter weekend, and the weather's supposed to be, you know, pretty decent. Yeah, let's just hope, pe- let's just hope people uh, behave themselves so we don't lose out. Our exercise rights. I know. I always, I always find I know if this the same with you, but I tend to find that I do my best thinking when I'm like riding a bike or getting for a walk or something like that. You know, when you're doing something physical, you know, for yeah, for any time, I always think you do your best thinking. You yeah, know? same here. Absolutely, same here. Often come with a new idea or something, you know. I think you can. I don't know. It's just the process. I read the book. Was it the Joy of Work? And I think you did mention in there about the process of walking i think like steve jobs and people like that were famous for sort of walking on the job you know yeah, yeah I, I completely agree with that i mean i tend to even if you're not consciously thinking about a problem you, you kind of have you know stuff processing in the background don't you yeah yeah i think it does which really help. helps but i found that you know with doing all this walking at a fixed time every day and making sure i do it every day um it's really helping my sleep because i'm so tired by that point okay yeah I think I've actually recently had some of the best sleep that I've had in quite a while. Yeah, it's changed. So I think my sleep not not great this week, but previous week it was pretty good because um, I have a Fitbit, so I do track it. But I'm, I'm not a brilliant sleeper. I probably only average about six hours sleep. But that's that's all I need generally. Um, 
But yeah, yeah we've, we've been going to bed a bit earlier, sort of between half nine and ten, just because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> okay, no, I, I tend to. I, I think I'm in the reverse. I'm going to bed late because I'm not going to be up early in the morning to take the kids to school or do anything. You know, we kind of been getting up later. Um, and I think yeah, well, we've, we've, better, we've been trying to stick to this routine, so we're up at six every morning. So I still yeah. don't get a lion. <laughs> Lockdown or not. Yeah, quite often I'm up at you know six or seven or something like that anyway, you know, because I don't tend to sleep that long. But um, yeah, I tend to, I think I always sleep better if I if I stay up later. Actually, I don't know why. It must be just the way my brain works. I don't know. Okay. I mean, are you, are you trying to catch up with work um, during the evening as well? Um, I do, do bits. You know, I'm always, always on the prowl. You know, so see what's happening. You know, for emails and stuff. Check out emails and respond to the other email and stuff. Um, you know, because we get a lot of like email support, you know, like technical support questions. I might have a look at those. But I try not to get too mad, to be honest. I try to take it a bit yeah. steady. Um, I think I've been worse because like, previously I've, I've always like switched, you know, any device off like eight or seven o'clock and then completely been cold turkey. But now I've been a bit more relaxed about it, I think. Since yeah. um, I've been sort of checking emails and doing bits and bobs in the evening. But, um, yeah, so it's quite good. There's been lots of uh, different exercise videos and stuff cropping up on on YouTube as well, which is quite okay. good. I've not, but um, I know our next door neighbours were saying that they've been doing. There's this guy called Joe Wicks who does like, <laughs> exercise videos. They've been doing the Joe Wicks um, morning workout. It's, it's supposed to be for children. Like yeah, kids, it's like but... isn't it for like for office education for like little little ones. Um, I think Linda has mentioned it. Um, I think I think it's I think it's for the mom, one for the moms. I think Jay Wicks is quite a good looking guy from what I gather. <laughs> so yeah. I get the impression it's one one one, one for the moms. Probably yeah, but we're not allowed to say things like that. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but there's um. There's also apps like a seven minute workout. I think we talked about it on the show before, which is oh, quite okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So if you're not able to get out for exercise or, or the government bans it, which is always a possibility, then the seven minute workout is kind of um, seven minutes of really high intensity work. Okay. Yeah. Is this what you were doing? Cause you did mention it previously didn't you, about you doing so. Very... I've done it a few times. I do it every now and again. It is, it is pretty good. It absolutely wrecks you. You're knackered by the end of it, but there was a, a documentary I watched a while ago and they were talking about you know, what kind of exercise is actually the best for the body. Okay. There's, like, there's, there's loads of studies that done that they've done. And they're saying that if you do really high intense um, exercise in, in kind of like bursts, they call it um, high intensity interval training. Okay, you, know, yeah. you do that for seven minutes. You might do that, you know, two or three times a week. Then that is as good as doing lots of sustained exercise. Really? Well, okay. Yeah. And uh, there's lo- lo- been loads of uh, sort of scientific studies about it. Yeah, it's, it's a trick one because I, I, I sort of like have sort of toyed with the idea. In it's, I actually kind of like going for long exercise because it gives me time to think. It's more like a mental than a physical thing sometimes. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't swap out doing walks for a seven-minute hit. But if if we're given no choice and we have to stay in, and we can't go uh, out. Then yeah. then the seven-minute hit, hit might be a good thing to do. Maybe in the garden. <laughs> yeah, no, sounds like a good idea. Sounds like a good idea. So how's he? How's he going with it? Like working with your business partner and stuff? Is it just business as usual? Yeah, basically, because we don't work together, we work remotely anyway. Um, I know it's uh, Nick's uh, 
I think sign up as a volunteer because like you can sign up as a volunteer, but I think they've had so many people sign up that I don't think I don't think he's actually done anything because they just so I think it's like seven hundred fifty thousand people have signed up. To, to oh, that's that. the Good Samaritans thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, something like which is crazy. It's just a crazy amount of people. So I don't think they've they've asked him to do anything yet because there's just so many people that have volunteered. Um, so, but he was looking at doing that. And I think he's looking at doing some bits and bobs. Um, but I think it was something like looking at sort of tracking, you know, how, how things are going to progress, some of the science behind it. I think he was going to volunteer to do stuff like that as well, like okay. research and stuff. But I don't know if he's done anything or not. Um, but yeah, he's just... Yeah, there, is, there is something where you can um, donate CPU time on your machine when it's idle. Oh, okay, yeah. And, yeah. and they can use it to help sort of process data for trying to figure out the vaccine. Yeah, I think he was gonna gonna look to see if he could help with that. Um, and he obviously signed up as a volunteer, but um, because I've got sort of a home with the kids, so I've not really. I think we've got enough fun really, but I've not signed up as a, a volunteer myself. But um, I, d- I did look at it, but because um, I don't drive, so I can't really go delivering food or medicines. No, and the I'm other cool. one was, and the other one was like doing phone calls to people that are lonely and vulnerable. But I'm really not very good on the telephone. <laughs> No, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think anyone wants me phoning them up. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm sure they. I'm sure they'd love a call from you. But um, what I have been doing, and what loads of other people have been doing as well, is those of us that got three D printers have been actually printing um, headband visors for the NHS. Okay. Yeah. So I've been doing that. So where I'm working, I've kind of got my desk in front of me, and then to the left, I've got a little table with a three D printer on that I've set up in the dining room. Oh, I've right. just been printing, it's been printing loads of them, headband visors, oh, right. which are being all pa- packaged up and then donated to the NHS. Well, wow. did you just post them out or how, how does that work then? Or? Well, I'm, I've been getting requests from people in the NHS that I know. So I'm kind of trying to fulfill their requests first. But then there's this other thing called, um, it's called the Big Prince, I think it's called, where you can actually donate the headbands and then they get them all distributed out. Oh, okay. That's cool. So my mother-in-law, she works in the NHS. And they're running critically low on on the the face shields. Okay. So I've been yeah. so I've been making a load for her. So I sent a big box to her and her team. Oh wow! And uh, a friend a friend of mine, his wife is an ICU nurse. So I'm going to do a batch for her and her team next. Wow, that's that's incredible, isn't it? It just shows that you know what one person can do. You know. Yeah, I mean, there's loads of people doing it. It's not just me. There's literally tens of thousands of people all around the world who are sort of using their 3D printers to manufacture these things. Because there's just, you know, the health services, are, they just haven't got enough protective equipment to go around. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's good that you're using that 3D printer. For something yeah, I'll, I'll, try, I'll try and stick some photos in the show notes, but you have, you have this like plastic visor that goes around your head and you've got elastic that holds it at the back. Then what you do for the actual face shield itself, you get, you know, you know, like A4 binder covers. Yeah. So if you've got your dissertation, you're going to comb bind it. You kind of normally put like a clear plastic sheet in front of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically those, and there's a, a specific hole punch pattern you do, which enables you to clip it onto the visor. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that, that's really all the, all, the, all the shield is, but it's really effective. It just stops like splatters and coughs and stuff. Yeah. Sort of going that. in their face. So just like a, a, a sheet of plastic, yeah, clear plastic, like a band. Basically, yeah, and you, you set the hole punch to weigh six and you clip either side of it and then it just clips onto the hooks on the 3D printed headband. All right, cool. And the good thing with that is, you know, the, the band's made out of a type of plastic that can be sterilised. It's made out of polyethanol plastic, so you can easily sterilise it. Yeah. And then 
the visors themselves can be wiped down with antibacterial wipes. But I've also been teaching people how to make their own. So they can just do like a stationary order for binder colours and just hole punch their own. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That does sound, sound really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that, that's my contribution to the war effort. I know. It sounds, that sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. Um, what have you been doing for, for food? I mean, I don't know if you have struggles getting hold of food and eating the correct food and. No, I mean, when the lockdown started, I mean, the supermarkets were running very low because everyone was um, panic buying, weren't they? Uh, things things seem to be reasonably settled there. So Amanda still, she, she prefers to go to the supermarket herself. So she's been doing that on a Saturday morning. Yeah, we've been lucky really because Linda sort of pre-books loads of deliveries um, from supermarkets, you know, where they come and deliver to you. So we've been pretty good actually up until now. I think the last delivery we've had though, I think, um, we've not got any booked for another three because they're all booked up now. So we can't get yeah. off in three weeks now. So we're going to have to start getting to stores now and, and buying food. Um, but not yeah, Amanda's to- been going to Aldi on a Saturday morning. They've got like the queuing system outside. So sometimes it can take you a while just to get into the shop. Uh, okay, yeah, but sort of socially distance, et cetera, yeah. Yeah, because then you let so many people in at a time. And then when you get to the front of the queue, they, they hand you a wipe to clean down the, the shopping trolley. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. And then you sort of go and do your shop and then and then leave. So, yeah, have you found it any different to normal then? You know, is, is it hard to get hold of certain foods? And, and um, Not too bad, to be honest. Um, simple things like, because my wife drinks uh, skimmed, semi-skimmed, no, no, skimmed milk, the one in the red the red bottle. Oh, she prefers different. that one. And that's been quite hard to get hold of because all the milk producers have just been producing skimmed instead. Yeah, yeah, I think they just. I think there's a reason. There's a technical reason. My wife is on about this technical reason why they do that or something. Um, I think it's easier to produce or something like that. Is it? Or, or... I think so. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's not really that much of a hardship. No, no, it's something quite minor, isn't it? It's just minor alteration. I think we've been okay. We're, we're really. My wife's sort of like paranoid about things at this time, so we've got we always have like hundreds of toilet rolls in anyway and stuff like that normally. So. It's, it's not yeah, well, I mean, in, in Aldi, you can buy they buy those big packs, which is like nine packs of nine rolls. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. And we just normally get those anyway, so we, we was all right for that. Yeah, not too bad. It's crazy, isn't it? Now, you know, people get so so crazy with the panic buying, you know. It's, yeah, it's... I mean, the supermarkets have got loads of limits now, so there's lots of things where you're not allowed to buy more than two. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just so strange, isn't it? You know, um, I'm glad when this is all over and people just buy normal food and just come up with their stuff, you know. Yeah, I, I miss the good old days. You guys, do you tend to find that, I don't know, I've, I've been eating a little bit of, like, junk food and stuff, you know. Um, not too bad, actually, because because of things, I've not been going to cafes or, like, eating out or having takeaways or anything like that half as much, so... And it's not too bad. We have been sort of doing a lot, lots of home cooking and stuff. So I don't know what if you've been the same or. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm the one that's been doing the majority of all the food food preparation stuff. Uh, I keep joking that I'm um, part part teacher, part business owner, and part dinner lady. Because <laughs> <laughs> because I've been I've been doing like the breakfast, lunches, and dinners for everyone, and it's, it's just, it just takes so much time. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah try, try, try not to feed the kids just like junk food or anything like that all the time. You have noticed, I don't know if you're the same, but we noticed because we're all at home all the time, how much food we get through a lot more food than what we would normally. Because normally, obviously, the little but the six year old will be at school, so you know, I'll run school dinners and obviously I have lunch at work, you know. 
Um, and just, I think you just get through a lot more food, don't you? I think than you would normally. Absolutely, my my kids are like a swarm of locusts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have, to, you have to guard the fridge sometimes. Yeah, I think it's me. So I think I've not been too bad. I think we've been okay with food. Managed to get most of the food in that we wanted to get. Um, just a few minor things, but yeah, been pretty good really. Cool. Should we? Uh, should we go on to some recommendations? Yeah, I mean, I've been uh, there's there's an there's a podcast that we do at the TMBA. It's the Tropical MBA podcast, and uh, there's an, a specific episode on on anti fragile. Uh, there's a, so what I'll do is I'll, I'll put in the in the notes a link to that podcast episode and also I started wow. reading about this subject of anti-fragile I've actually bought the book as well but I've not read it yet I think you bought it as well the uh, anti-fragile oh that's the one you told me about the other week yeah I yeah, bought a copy of it on Kindle from, from disorder so basically anti-fragile means things that actually get stronger when things get chaotic rather than getting weaker um, so I've been thinking that a little okay. bit it's about how I can make my businesses sort of anti-fragile because um, obviously I see obviously there's going to be some kind of economic sort of kickback, isn't there, from from everything that's happening. Um, so yeah, so I recommend this this episode from the TMBA, and also there's a blog post I found on the subject, which is kind of a an introduction. And also if you can uh, check out the book as well, I've not finished reading it, so I can't, I don't feel like I can recommend it. But from what I've read, it looks okay. good actually. Um, but yeah, and no, I've got some pretty good reviews. Yeah, no, it's, it looks interesting. It looks interesting. Uh, so what are your recommendations, Steve? Uh, so I already hinted towards it earlier. So um, Pluralsight, the company I produce courses for, is offering their complete library of over 7,000 courses for free through the month of April. So if you're a new customer, you can just sign up. There's no, You don't need to put any card details in or anything like that. There's no watch limits, but you have access to that entire library for free for the rest of the month. Um, whether they extend that offer or not, I have no idea. But it's it's worth checking out if you want to, you know, brush up on some skills or learn something new while you're off at home. Okay, well we can because uh, because we, we, we can say that's another one in the can, and I can have a go at editing my first Zoom podcast. Yeah, I don't. To be fair, I don't think it's going to be our best. <laughs> but uh, I hope everybody enjoys uh, at least get something from it. Hopefully, oh, we're, we're making do like everyone else. I think we'll yeah, be, we'll be yeah. fine. So keep going, everybody, and uh, hopefully back to normal soon. Yeah, you know, no matter what country you're in, follow your follow your government's advice. So for us in the UK, it's stay at home, protect the NHS, and save lives. Yeah, yeah, sounds I like if, ever, if everyone plays by the rules, then we can we can get out of this quicker. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, 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 it'll be over soon. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Kevin. I shall speak to you soon. Okay, cheers, bye. Okay, thank you, bye.